Welcome to the TMB Women in Business podcast, created for the aspiring CEO. Every week, we provide you with tips on all things business and entrepreneurship. You'll hear from industry leaders on topics such as marketing, business growth, and branding. This podcast is hosted by Mahi Kola, the 16-year-old teen entrepreneur behind the Minty Boutique, a luck stationery company with a mission to change the world. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the TMB Women in Business podcast. Today, we have an exciting guest. We will be interviewing Mackenzie Morgan from Styled by McKenzie. For the last three and a half years, she has focused on building her brand while sharing stylish, affordable pieces with her viewers. In addition, she shares a little bit of makeup, a handful of lifestyle, and the whole inside scoop of navigating the real world as a teenager. I'm so excited for you guys to listen in on our conversation today. If you'd like to receive an email recap of the episode, sign up for our email list at tiny.cc, T-M-B-W-I-B-E-M-A-I-L, or tiny.cc slash T-M-B-W-I-B email. All right, let's get started. Hi, Mackenzie. Welcome to the TMB Women in Business podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here. Hi, welcome. My name is Mackenzie and I'm from stylebymckenzie.com. Perfect. I for yeah, go ahead. I would love for you to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about what you're currently working on. So, my name is Mackenzie, like I said, and I began my blog on January 1st, 2016. So I am in a couple, in one week, actually, I'll be celebrating three and a half years. And I try to celebrate, wow. and, you know, at least post something and be like, hey, it's the half birthday, just because I like to celebrate the little milestones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I blog mostly about fashion. I, when I first started my blog, I did a little more beauty, lifestyle, um, a lot of faith. And then as over the years, I've kind of transitioned. I still blog about those things too but for the most part i am fashion and then on sundays i share weekly wrap-ups which are outfit of the days and a week in my life picture edition just to kind of capture what i've been doing let people into my personal life and recently i started vlogging week in my life which i think has been so 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 helpful for allowing my viewers to just get a real glimpse into my life as a teenager and just what my summers and stuff are like Yeah, I love that. I love that you are taking the initiative to kind of show what goes on behind the scenes because it's not a lot of people realize the work that goes into even just running an Instagram account, but, you know, running a blog, doing all this stuff. Um, It's a lot of work. And so I love that you are showing that it is a lot of work and also how you incorporate it into your own life as a teenager. Yes, definitely. So um, how did you first get started with your blog? So when I was a freshman in high school, I was very concerned that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, Granted, you don't need to know as a freshman in college, you don't need to know out of college exactly what you want. But I was having like a literal what I thought was a midlife crisis (laughs) that I didn't know (laughs) So I was sitting in my mom's office in tears. I was like, I don't know what I want to do, mom. I want, I love clothes. I don't want to be a teacher, but I want to be able to teach something. Um, Mm -hmm. I love to write. I love photography, but I don't, 
I don't think that I can go any of those paths specifically. She said, you know what, McKenzie, why don't you sit down and just start a blog? I think that it would be good for you. I think that it would give you a hobby. And maybe by incorporating all of them together, you'll find your true calling. And truthfully, I have found my calling. Um, and I know now that I am not cut out for any of the aspects. <laughs> I am not meant to be a photographer, nor am I supposed to be an author, I don't think, or any of the other things. I think that mm -hmm. mix of them is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I think that I've mm -hmm. found the perfect balance. And I guess through trying to find a hobby that would help me find a career, I realized that my hobby can be my career. Yeah, I love that. I, it's something that I like went through too. When I started my company, um, Four years ago, when I was 12, I did not think it would become something that I would really continue. I didn't have any plans really for what it would become in the years to come. I just want, knew that it was something I wanted to do. And my parents just encouraged me, why not? Like, you know, let's see where it goes. And from there, it's become really my life. And I've, I'm working on this company every day and growing it and doing all these things, which is something that I did not know that I would be doing now. I think it's so empowering just being a teenager and getting to create something that's yours and yours alone is something so special. And I've always said that there are people that go their entire lives without chasing your dreams and doing so in your teens is like really something to be proud of, I guess. So. Yeah, no, it definitely it. is. Yes, <laughs> I, I definitely think so. It's something that not a lot of people can say that they've done, which is also something really cool because you're, you're really unique and it's something that you share with only a few people in the world. And I love that. But I also just love seeing that young people like you and I are taking hold of their life, like you said, and building something for themselves that they have done by themselves and it hasn't been handed to them by their parents or anything like that. So I, I really love... And I also think that we are able to follow our passion, um, even though we are so young and that we are able to build something that really does give us like a money that we can use to live off of or do stuff like that. And so I think that's really empowering, like you said, and I absolutely love it. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to inspire women in general, but also hopefully like young girls who are listening and that they're listening and they see that people like you and I can start businesses as young as 12 and anytime they want to, as long as they have the idea and the passion for the product and the dedication to stick to it, they can do whatever they want to. Definitely. Passion, I've always said, if you have passion, you have everything. There is nothing, you can go anywhere if you have passion, truthfully. Like, Yes, that's, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you kind of touched on this, but what inspires you to keep growing? So, like I said, I started at 14 and I really, I really wanted something to just stick. And as I've evolved over the years, I've realized that it's having something that's mine that is what fuels me. I have such a passion behind what I do. I love sharing clothes with other people, but it's not really about other people. And I know that it is. I know part of a business is sharing your message with others, but it's mm -hmm. fulfillment and like self 
I don't even know what the word is to describe it, but like I I feel proud of myself and I hate to be like, oh, that's what inspires me, but when you do one thing right or you feel proud of one thing, pride fuels more than anything. That's the that's the greatest fuel. To fuel your fire, you have to do something that makes you feel good. And when you do one thing yeah. that makes you proud, you're like, oh my God, I want to feel that feeling again. I want to have this like self-fulfillment. I want other people to tell me that they love what I'm doing and that I'm proud of myself. And that's what lead when one thing leads to another at the end of the month when I can sit down and be like, oh, I've worked with 15 companies or, oh, I traveled to New York City this month for a collab or, oh, I'm on my first podcast. Like there is something (laughs) so good about that. And I, what it really inspires me is looking back and seeing, oh my gosh, you started from nothing. And now here you are. Like, I think that's so cool. And I don't know, I try to take time at the end of each month to really be like, what have I done this month and what has really made me proud and how can I keep doing that or add more to that, I guess. So finding something that makes you feel good and makes others feel good. That's, that's what keeps me going. Yeah, no, I love that. And I I definitely agree because if you are doing something that obviously you don't like doing and it doesn't make you feel good, you have no motivation to keep doing it and um, finding what it is And I think it takes a while for some people to find that. But once they do, you know, like the cliche that you aren't working, um, you you aren't working if you find something you're passionate about, you get to work and you you get to follow your dream and you get to do what you've always wanted to. And being able to do that at such a young age has been really inspiring for me itself. And I hope a lot of other listeners that, you can do anything you want at any age, as long as you just put yourself out there and you you go for it. And that's something that um, I, I would love to share the message of. Yes, totally. I agree. All right. And we've definitely kind of touched on it, but I want today's lesson. Um, in each episode, we have a lesson that helps everyone listening on their journeys and growing their side hustle. So today I really want to discuss um, the importance of teen entrepreneurship, but also the struggles that come with it and just kind of what that experience is like. So with that, I'd love to first just start with addressing some of the struggles that you and I have faced in starting a company and in starting um, being an influencer and the perception that we have received. So I'm sure that you can totally relate. Being a teenager in the business world is not easy, right? Yeah. Um, and that is not me complaining. I would not trade what I do for anything. I love it a hundred percent. And I would not, the only regret I have is not starting sooner. Truthfully, like I am so happy to be doing what I'm doing, but with that obviously comes hardship, I guess. And I don't even want to call it hardship because that makes it seem like, I know that there are much bigger problems than that, but my age has been truly the biggest struggle I guess um of Mm -hmm. influencer and I turned 18 on May 28th this year so just a couple of weeks ago and honestly I was so excited to turn 18 not because you're legal or an adult or whatever I know that lots of people are like celebrating 18 for you know various reasons but I was most excited to turn 18 so that I would be not considered an adult, but considered legit in the blog world, I guess, or just in the world of influencers in general. 
I am not going mm-hmm. to name names of specific companies, but I was approached by several companies over the, I have been approached by several companies in the last few years that have negotiated deals with me and been like, okay, we'd love to get working together. Just please sign the contract. And when they realize that I'm not 18, once my date of birth goes on it, they withdraw. And I know that that's a reality thing. And, you know, they have plenty of other influencers that they can work with that are of age. So it's almost like, why would we go out of our way to see if it's okay if a parent can co-sign or things like that. But that's like extremely Mm -hmm. discouraging when you're more capable than someone who is of age, but you don't get the deal because you're not 18. And I'm glad that it's happened. I'm not glad because some of the deals that I've lost were amazing companies that I've truly loved for years. But I am glad Mm -hmm. that I think that it's such a learning process to realize that even being better or being the better blogger or being the harder worker, that doesn't cut it sometimes. And it's, that's just the way life is. Like you can have all these qualifications and still, still not be good enough, I guess. And I don't want to say not good enough because I was good enough, but I just didn't meet some of those standards. And that's what life is like, whether you're going into the real world as an influencer or a real person job, or you're going into work nine to five, some things just aren't going to be handed to you. And sometimes they are handed to people, whether it's right that they are getting handed it or not, I guess. So truly been a lesson of age, I guess. So to everyone out there, do not, do not, there's no such thing as too young to start a blog or a business or a boutique or whatever you want. But also understand that you are young and with that comes patience and time and lots and lots of learning experience, I guess. Yeah, I definitely agree. I have dealt with that so many times. And of course, they're always like the positive um, people who encourage me to because they see that I'm a young entrepreneur, they want to support me. But I've also faced the people that are concerned that I'm too young. For example, in reaching out to retailers, we have faced concern um, with that they don't think I'm capable of delivering the product that they order, even though they like the product, they're hesitant because I'm so young and they don't know if they can trust me. And that's hard because, you know, we've put in the time to do this and we have been working on it and we, we believe in our product, but it's hard when someone else doesn't. But that also just, as you said, comes with the fact that we are teenagers and that is definitely a hardship that I've gone through and, um, I mean, there have been rooms that I've walked into where I have, I'm at least 10 years younger than everyone else there, but I know that I deserve to be there because I have put in the work. I know as much as the person standing next to me, though they might have 10 more years of experience, I know that I deserve to be there and I should be there. And so just having that mindset was really helpful to make sure that you don't feel like an imposter in a situation like that, even though you're so, you might be so young compared to the person next to you. So in that case, when you are the 10 years younger or you're walking in somewhere, are you with someone? Are you accompanied by someone, your mom, your sister, your friend, or are you by yourself? I am curious about that because I think it changes things, I guess, whether or not you're truly like by yourself, I guess. Yeah, no, sometimes, sometimes I am with like someone like a friend at least or a parent, but a lot of times, for example, um, in pitching for my company to investors, I've been all alone up there um, as I presented my company and 
things and any and everything I was talking to them about it was just me and it was there's was no one else up there I also run my company like by myself like I don't have a co-founder or anything so it really is just me when I'm up there and so yeah I it you do have to like know that within yourself even if there is someone else there it's easier but you know being able to do it by yourself is really I'm losing you sorry could you repeat that I just lost whatever you just said. I'm sorry. It just cut out. No, no, that's okay. Okay. I was just saying how, like, I, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't have someone there, but it's important to be able to, um, be able to be by yourself. I agree. Totally. And I think another, while we're on the topic of struggles, I guess, well, before I, before I touch on the next struggle, I do want to say though, my age, although it has been a huge downside in some cases, it's also given me a lot of opportunities. It's provided a lot of opportunities because people see mm -hmm. someone young and they're like, you know what? You have a lot of room for improvement and growth. And for that, I want to take a chance on you and I want to see what you can do. So mm -hmm. don't let age be, age is just a number. It really is. And I, as many deals as I've lost, I've gotten twice as many deals because I am younger. Prom deals and dorm room stuff and back to school season. Like all of those are things that I've really thrived off of being a younger influencer. So I just, I did just, yeah, no, I, I didn't want to make it seem like it was all bad, but um, no, no. <laughs> um, the other thing that I wanted to say about um, being younger is that it's awesome. <laughs> it really is because when you are in so many groups of girls, like I know that on Instagram, I'm in tons of engagement pods and likes and comments, you know, the whole deal to really help out your growth. Everyone is older. There are a couple people that are my same age or maybe a few years younger or, you know, within two years, plus or minus two years, but you start to really feel like you have mentors and I think that that's super mm -hmm. cool. Everyone is super willing to help you in terms of other bloggers. They're very much, yeah. because a lot of them have kids my age. You know what I mean? They, they understand. They have people going through the exact same thing. Not to mention they were our age at once. And the opportunities that an 18-year-old has today are not the same as a 30-year-old had when they were 18. You know, Instagram wasn't a thing yet. That the world of influencing, quote unquote, like wasn't really around. So it's, I think it's a lot easier for them to help us out because they want to, you know, and they didn't have those kind of opportunities. So finding mentors and people to really support you is like amazing, I think. And it's one of the things like I wouldn't trade for anything. When I graduated high school and um, I went to my senior prom and, you know, turned 18 all within the last, um, or all within two weeks, granted that was like a month ago now, but those two weeks, I had people commenting on my blog that were like, I have watched you grow up. Like, I have been here since your freshman year. Like, it feels like mm -hmm. I've grown up with you. And gosh, that is special. Strangers, like, I mean something to a stranger. Like, how crazy cool is that? There are people that yeah. you are with every single day in your day-to-day -day life, and they don't even get to know you the way that some of these viewers do, I guess. And that's something really cool. I wouldn't trade that for anything. Yeah, and I think something that the customers and viewers and followers get to see that sometimes your family and friends might not recognize or um, be able to see is 
how passionate you are about what you do because definitely your family and friends will support you, but they might not be interested in the kind of content that you're putting out. But your followers, they see how much time you put into everything you do and they see they see your passion for your art and your craft. And I think that really translate and helps you build those relationships. Oh, 100%. Family, you have to have family. And what I was going to say about earlier about like another struggle is that in running a website and stuff, yes, you are your own boss. Yes, you control your hours and how much time you're actually going to put in, how much work you're evidently doing. But you have to depend on someone else, or at least I do. I need someone to help me take photos and to help me with movements and things like that like if I did not have my family I would have nothing like yes I have done this all by myself and I've built a brand from the ground up but I owe so much of that to my parents and to my twin sister because that is without them like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to just function on my own so finding people to always be at your service I guess is difficult but when you find those people like who are excited to watch you do what you love and are passionate about helping you follow your passion keep those people close and hug them often and tell them how much you love them because one day mm-hmm. you're going off to college and they'll be staying here and you realize that you have to find new people that can help you while you're gone and you'll all of a sudden be so grateful for your last four years. And those are like all the emotions I've been feeling as so many people are like, you must be so excited for college. And I'm like, I'm so excited, but I'm so nervous for that aspect that I'm my own boss, but I also have three people that have been supportive throughout absolutely everything that are not with me throughout this next stage. So I do think that being okay by yourself, you have to be okay with being by yourself, but you also have to be okay with, allowing uh, like on relying on other people you are going to have to rely on other people but you're going to have to rely on yourself more than anything and those that took me a very long time to understand and there are still times where I feel like I'm not I haven't completely grasped that concept but it's something I think that's super important yeah and going off of like relying on other people something that I've learned um along along the four years is that you get so invested in your business that it's hard to give something up to someone else and like outsource things but it's so important for growth and rapid growth because if you if you don't give anyone any of the tasks that you have to do you just do everything by yourself every single day you will be spending so much time on the tasks that you aren't even passionate about like for me i love designing but I don't love, you know, driving to the post office and dropping orders off. Oh, like I would rather someone else do that so I can spend more time doing this. And so in that process, you have to figure out what you can give up to give to someone else to help you grow because otherwise you'll just be stuck where you are. And um, one thing I wanted to ask you is now that you're, you know, going to college, what what are your next like steps and like what are your next goals and how do you plan on incorporating that into your college life? So I have been getting tons and tons and tons of questions about what my college, post-college life plans are and even <laughs> the plans for the vlog. It's pretty much everyone's top question. And I yeah. um 
I guess I, I don't know a lot of podcast like viewers, listeners. So, okay. Hey, I'm Mackenzie and I'm going to Kent State University in Kent, Ohio next year. Well, I guess this fall. I keep saying next year because I'm so used to saying next year. Yeah, yeah. It's only a a month and a half, but um, I will be double majoring in fashion merchandising and journalism. And I will be minoring in either business or entrepreneurship. And I decided that I wanted to double major. I get, first of all, I get asked a lot if I want to blog full time after college. If I'm just going to work. Oh, the phone's ringing. Um, I get asked all the time if I'm going to blog full time out of college. And I do not want to do that. I never want to stop blogging, but I it is really important to me to go and work for someone and be in an office setting and for once not be the boss, I guess. Um, and I don't know if I'll love it. You know, I, I don't, maybe I'll like being the boss. And if I decide that that's not right for me, then, you know, maybe I will blog full time, but I want to work in an office. I do not want to rely on influencing 100%. And maybe that will change over the next four years. I have no idea where my college years will take me in terms of growth. But um, as of right now, the plan is to get the degree and go to work for someone while still blogging on the side. I am going for fashion merchandising and journalism because fashion merchandising, I could be a buyer in a store, you know, I could decide what's trending basically for the next Mm -hmm. um, season. But in journalism, obviously, you can work for a magazine or newspaper. And it's always been a dream of mine to um, write for a fashion magazine, whether it be Cosmo or Seventeen, Teen Vogue, like anything like that. Those are Mm-hmm. that's what I love it's the setting that I thrive off of and in high school I was on the newspaper my sophomore through senior year sophomore year I was just a writer junior year I took on a role as opinions editor and I was still writing and then this past year I was editor-in-chief so if in a perfect world I had everything I wanted I would be editor-in-chief of a fashion magazine so my, my plan is to hopefully maybe intern. It is mandatory to have an internship where I'm going to school. So hopefully I'll be able to intern for a magazine and then maybe um, work my way up the ladder there. But I will not stop blogging when I go to college. I'm not sure how much progression I will see because obviously I'm not suddenly faced with much more free time. Like Mm-hmm, to college, yeah. obviously you have more freedom but you that doesn't freedom does not equate to free time I will still be yeah. busy I do plan on rushing and being on the fashion magazine there um and I have seven classes still so it's not like I will have an abundance of free time a social life is mm-hmm. important to me as well but I will not stop blogging I'm maybe I will not be blogging five times a week that's probably not as realistic but I do not plan on stopping. I plan on growing my YouTube a little bit more. Like I said, I've really been enjoying vlogging lately. And I think that just giving people the real life scoop of college life will be fun. And just, you know, there's a lot of people that want to know what it's like. So I do plan on sharing those aspects. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't see myself saying goodbye to blogging anytime soon. In fact, if the real world job doesn't work out, I'll be right back going full-time because I know that I'm capable of doing so. Yeah, and that's something that I also want to touch on, the idea that once you're an entrepreneur, you can, like, never be anything else. That's something I've heard a few people say that 
you know, once you're working for yourself, like you can't go back. But I just definitely don't think that's true because a lot of small businesses start as side hustles that people are doing like during the weekends after work. And then once they know that that's something that they really want to spend their time on, then they actually like, you know, quit their job and start doing it full time. And I think that's honestly like probably the best way to do it because you have a steady source of income, but you're still able to do something you're passionate about until you're sure that that's something that you want to continue with and turn it into a full-time business. So I completely applaud you and I support you in going back to, or or doing a nine to five job until you're, you found your your next company or what you're really passionate about. You're sure you want to continue doing your blog or whatever it is you want to do next. Well, the other thing is financial stability. Like I know a lot of yeah. people that they just can't afford to quit their day job. Maybe maybe they are so much passion, more passionate about their side hustle, but it's not always realistic. And I know, heck, there's no way that I could blog full-time right now. Um, but that's not to say that there will never come a day where I could sustain a healthy, comfortable lifestyle. But I also know that with that comes time and patience and an abundance of hard work. If you plan on fulfilling, like like if you want to sustain a living, it's one thing if you're running a business or a boutique or something or a store, you know, opening up something with an actual like location, but working from the computer as a YouTuber or blogger, just an Instagrammer, like you got to hustle, man. That money isn't coming from nowhere. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's very unpredictable. It's based on how many people want to buy the shirt you're wearing this week. Or some some months you have 10 brand deals and the next you only have two. So it's very variable. And mm-hmm. I completely, I agree with people when they say once you work for yourself, you'll never go back. But I also disagree with it. I know some people that go back just like me. I want to I work for myself now, but I want to work for someone else. But I think when people say that, I agree with them in the sense that once you work for yourself, you establish this whole new understanding of yourself and you'll never, you'll never unsee it, I guess, you know, you'll never, you'll never be like, oh, I don't have these qualities because owning your own business really, really changes the way that you see yourself. I guess you learn a lot about yourself that you'll never You'll never unlearn that knowledge, I guess. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's an experience that you will take with you for for so much, like for so much longer. And even if you decide entrepreneurship isn't for you and you don't want to continue doing business or you just want to continue, go back and work for someone else, that is fine. But you learn so much about just time management, for example, how you are able to block out time, make sure you get all of your tasks done that will help you in whatever future career you want to pursue. Or even um, things about business that you could take to your job. For example, there are things I've learned about sales, marketing, building sales funnels, and uh, even just photography. That's something I never thought I'd get into, but I had to for taking pictures of my products. I had to learn about photography and how to use cameras. All these different things that you learn as an entrepreneur will be helpful no matter what career you go into. Oh, yes, 100%. I've always said that the things that I've learned, like being an influencer and being a blogger, are things that no classroom can teach you. Like no yeah. no classroom can teach you passion or grit or hard work. Like, yes, you can get the fundamentals on how to turn an assignment in on time and how to 
manage three things in one night when you also have a soccer game and you've procrastinated for a week. Like, yes, school teaches you those things, but being by yourself and completely independent, you know, on your own, really trying to navigate the real world, I guess, at such a young age, classrooms don't teach you those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. It's failure and getting back up and trying again that's that that's where you learn things you have to fail in order to succeed you have to it's the prerequisite and that I think is something that like no no classroom ever whether it's high school college you're getting your PhD no classroom will teach you those things it's trial and error that will yes no I definitely agree and with that I want to ask you um, one of the last questions in this interview is, what is one word that you would say or phrase that you would say describes or encapsulates your business journey? Oh, my gosh. This is hard, girl. Um, <laughs> uh, hmm. I want to say persistence, but like that's not the word I want. Like there's something better. If you could put persistence and grit together, that would be, those would be my words, I guess. If I could pick two. Sure, yeah. You have to keep going. There are days where I, I don't want to do anything. I am a teenager. Okay. There are days when I just want to lay in bed all day and do nothing. There are days where, you know, you have no passion. You feel like you have nothing, that you're frustrated and upset mm-hmm. and confused and you don't understand why you haven't gained three followers in the last week, even though you've spent 30 hours on mm-hmm. the internet. I totally understand those things and those are normal, but you must keep going. Why, yes. when things get tough, would you stop where things are tough? You have to keep going. If you want to get out of a bad place, you have to keep walking to get to the good place. You know what I mean? Like you can't expect Mm -hmm. good things to happen. If you stop where things are bad, I guess you have to keep going. It's the only way that things are ever going to change or get better, or you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Don't stop in the tunnel. Keep walking towards the light. Trust me, it's coming. And that's really what I guess the last four years have taught me are that there, there's no, there's no stopping you. If you have passion, you will go places and you have to be patient and persistent. You must keep going. There's no reason not. There's no reason not to. Yes, I, I love that. I love your words too. Um, yeah, and I, I love your designs and everything that you, you're so passionate about your company and your blog. And I just, I would love for followers and, and anyone listening, I hope you guys learned something from today's um interview especially how important I mean how age is just a number and you can start at any time as long as you have the passion as you said persistence and grit for it and you are willing to do it and you're willing to you know sometimes say no to others and make the time for this new business new venture so um, I would love for anyone listening to follow you and learn more about what you do and read your blogs. So Mackenzie, where can they find you? So you guys can follow me online for the blog at www.stylebymckenz.com. My Instagram is also stylebymckenz. And my YouTube is just my name, just Mackenzie Morgan. And if you follow me on Instagram, I do keep everything in my link tree. I keep my blog, my YouTube, um, and like links with 
coupon codes, you know, to shop at some of my favorite stores. I keep all that in my link tree that's in my Instagram bio. So Instagram is basically where I direct people to find all of me or my blog. You know, my blog has everything linked to, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Okay, perfect. Yay. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. I loved having you on here and hearing your story. It was absolutely incredible and I loved our conversation. So thank you so much. Um, do you have any final words or advice? Start now. Don't wait. That's all. Yay. Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so excited to have had you on here. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the TMB Women in Business podcast. Check out our Instagram where we provide you with the answers to all the questions you have about entrepreneurship. For an email recap of this week's episode, join our email list at tiny.cc slash T-M-B-W-I-B-E-M-A-I-L. If you want to join a community of like-minded entrepreneurs where I give case-by-case advice to you, join our Facebook group. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen. If you're listening to this episode on our YouTube channel, subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you so much for your support. And I'll see you next week with even more business advice.